This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What is going on, Orlando Magic hey guys. fans? You guys are back with Will and Jonathan here. This is the Six Man Show. Uh, we've been teasing a little bit this week. Just a little bit. That right? we were, yeah, that we were having a, a very special guest on the podcast here. Uh, this has been something that has been in the works for, I think, close to two months now. Uh, we've been trying to keep it really low-key and you know, want it to be a yep. big surprise for you guys. Before we get to who the guest is, uh, we do have a couple announcements. Uh, one is going to be, we're going to keep bringing this up each week until, until the draft, June 20th, Thursday. Once again, not sure if it's going to be 7 or 8 o'clock just yet. Still waiting on the official word of when the draft is going to start. But we're going to be at the Buffalo Wild Wings for an Orlando Magic draft party. It's the Buffalo Wild Wings on Tampa Road in Oldsmar. A couple of you guys have come out and and met us out there before. We always have a great time. So we would love for you guys to come on out. Uh, just have you know some wings, some some beer. The Magic have the 16th pick, and we're going to be talking about what prospects that we might draft at number 16 here in a, a few weeks on the show. We're still doing our homework. We want to come correct, give you guys great information. The other big announcement that we have, you guys might have seen some pictures that were floating on Twitter and, and Instagram, Instagram of of a you know a hat and, and a shirt. Yep. So we do want to officially announce. That we are starting a merch line, the Sixth Man Show yeah. merch line. Really, the the whole idea behind this is, you know, we we want a, you know a way to share the show with you guys, but more importantly, we want this show to to really represent an Orlando Magic fan community, just a place where you guys can come to to talk about the Magic, to to hear about the Magic, and, and just another place for you guys to get Orlando Magic content. That's been the goal since day one. We've always said that this is a podcast and um, a community by fans for fans, and, and that's the whole idea behind the merch line. It's it's merch by fans for fans. Yep. Uh, you know. Uh, Orlando Magic Spired gear, you know, not infringing on any kind of the trademarks or anything like that. Obviously, we can't do that. Uh, but just at a more affordable price. But quality, affordable merch, you know, that you guys can can rep to um, show your support for the show. And obviously, more importantly, the Orlando Magic. So we will be launching the merch line on our brand new website. You can find us at www.thesixthmanshow.com. Dot com. So the website's going to be a place where not only can you find the online shop, but also it's going to be a place where you can go to listen to episodes of the podcast. And there is like an event portal on there for events like the Buffalo Wild Wings meetup where you guys can come check out uh, you know what we have going on, what events we're doing. We do have some future events planned as well. Uh, so you guys can find us at www.thesixmanshow.com. That's where we'll launch all the merch and everything like that. You guys will be hearing this Monday. Uh, we're recording this on, on May 30th, Will's birthday. So oh, happy yeah. birthday, Will. Thank you, thank you. So Monday, you guys will be able to visit thesixmanshow.com and, and check that out. So just let us know what you guys think about the website, about the merch, um, anything that you guys might want to see, you know, as always, you know, just come let us know. So without further ado, uh, the, the guest that we're going to be bringing on to the show here in just a moment, we actually just got done uh, recording with him, is none other than the Orlando Magic sideline reporter from Fox Sports Florida, Dante Marcatelli. Oh, yeah. So a couple months ago, uh, my wife and I, we took you know our daughter to the Atlanta Hawks game, not the, the game where we blew them out, but the game before that. I think it was in the... 
the beginning of April, maybe the end of March. I don't really remember, but uh, we're heading into the Amway Center. I'm in the parking garage, and I, I bumped into Dante Marcatelli, just incredibly nice guy, just couldn't be you know more kind and, and generous with his time to talk to a fan for a few minutes. And you know, I did mention you know that we were doing the podcast, and he, he kind of half jokingly you know asked if we had any guests on, and I said no, but you know you're more than welcome to yeah, for sure. to come onto the podcast. You know, assuming that he's got all kinds <laughs> of crazy things on, I never in a million years expected him to say yes, but he said yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple weeks later, you know, we, we exchanged emails and. Yeah, Dante's on the show. It's a it's a huge deal for us, obviously being huge fans of the team and of Dante and the entire Fox Sports Florida broadcast team. Uh, so yeah, you guys in a second here are gonna hear you know mine and Will's conversation with Dante. It was really just like a man behind the mic is you know what we called it. Just an opportunity for us fans to get to know a little bit more about Dante. Obviously, we know that he does a great job covering the team, you know, with post game, pre game, halftime, all that, all yeah. that great stuff. But we just wanted to, you know, bring Dante on and um, just get to know, get to know the guy, bit. you know, a, a little bit more. So, uh, without further ado, we'll go ahead and and we'll uh, get that interview started with Dante Marcatelli. All right, ladies and gentlemen. The secret that we have been keeping from you guys for a, a few weeks here, uh, our big special guest. We've been talking a little bit about uh, who you know what we're going to be doing this week. Told you guys yeah. that we are going to have a guest, and uh, with no further ado, Dante Marcatelli, the the sideline reporter for Fox Sports Florida in the Orlando Magic, live on the Six Man Show. How are you doing, Dante? I'm doing great, guys. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on here with you. I appreciate you having me. Oh yeah, man, we're we're stoked. Yeah, it's, this it's is such an honor to have yeah, you on here. Yeah, so. it's crazy. Well, How, how's the, the off season? The honor's all mine. I've never been I've never been billed as a special guest. This is exciting. This is oh, a, so there's this, a lot of yeah. pressure on this. Yeah, so it's a, a first for you too, huh? first first for all of us. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So how how's the off season going so far? You've been up to anything exciting? It's been awesome. I spent most of the day today figuring uh, fixing some sprinkler heads at my house. Oh man, very very exciting. That's that's <laughs> that's the summer for everybody in Central Florida. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly right. And we haven't had rain in about three weeks, so that's killing my grass. So, oh man, uh, it's things like that that makes me wish we were uh, getting ready for an NBA Finals game here tonight. Uh, put off all my put off all my house chores for uh, a couple oh, yeah. weeks. But the off <laughs> the off season's been good, guys. As you know, just it's everything that goes into an NBA season and all the travel and time away from family and home and. It's awesome. There's, there's nothing else any of us would rather do. But when it ends, it's just kind of catch your breath. You get a little downtime for a couple of days, a chance to reconnect with the family. So, so that part of it has been fantastic. Yeah, that sounds great. So really what we wanted to do, uh, Dante, is we basically just wanted to kind of do like a, like a man behind the mic. You know, a lot of, you know, we see you on TV and uh, we see you, you, we hear you on the, the pod squad and um, everything like that and on social media. But I, I don't think that yeah, fans, you know. Somebody listened, I knew somebody listened to the pod squad. Everybody tells me no one listens to it. I knew, I knew somebody listened to that. We're the two guys right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the two guys. <laughs> well, <I'll Yep>. <laughs> no, no, you guys, you guys do a, a do, do a great job. And, you yeah, know, it's part awesome. of the inspiration for us starting our show, so. Uh, but one of the things that we wanted to know was how, like, how did you get into broadcasting? Like, when did you realize that this is what you wanted to do? You know, uh, where did you go to school for it? All that good stuff. You know what's interesting, guy, and I appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having me on and, and taking that interest. That means a lot. Um, I, I grew up in Boston, Massachusetts, so it's it's a big sports town. And as a kid growing up, there was a guy on the radio, and you you guys may or may not be familiar with Johnny Most. 
Uh, he was the broadcaster for, for the Boston Celtics. Uh, did it for a number of years. Avlachek stole the ball. He's a guy that had that raspy okay. voice. and uh, He's a legend up there in Boston. And I certainly encourage sure. you to go back and listen to some of his work. He's from the same town that I was from, from Woburn, Massachusetts. And uh, so I grew up listening to him on the radio. Everywhere we went, we were in the car. And, and that, that that's kind of where I developed my love for radio. And then we moved to upstate New York. Um, and it's kind of a, you know, kind of a rural area. And, and I didn't have the same access to, to watch all the games, right. listen to all the games that I used yeah. to. So uh, once in a while, I'd be able to dial that radio and I'd be able to find a ball game. I'd be able to find Yank, a game at Yankee Stadium. Or if I got lucky, I'd be able to find a Red Sox game or, or a Celtics game or, or something like that. And, and it just, it, it trans, it, it took me out of that area I was in. And, and I, I no longer, it, it, it kind of was my first foray into, well, I don't have to be in Boston to listen to the Red Sox. I don't have to be in Boston to, to find all my teams or, or to still be connected with my sports teams. And I thought, wouldn't this be awesome? So anyone in my position uh, that is a huge fan of the team, if I could in any way have an opportunity one day uh, to kind of help bring and reconnect fans to, to their favorite team, that would be my dream, oh, to yeah. be able to do something like that. And, and and that's kind of kind of what got me started, got me into this. And I knew you guys are, are probably much more athletic than I am, but I, I I knew at an early age, probably around ten or eleven, that I <laughs> that I probably wasn't going to make. I don't know about that. <laughs> I wasn't going to make it, so I needed to find something else. So in addition right. <laughs> to you know kind of being able to bring that excitement to to fans and people that love their team. Uh, just a way for me to be around the game still and kind of exercise. So every night I walked on that floor, guys, you know, when you come to a game and, and, and hopefully you've been able to come to the arena and, and cover our team. And, and if not, you know, you, you, we'll, we'll work it out to, for you to be able to do that. Um, there's just something for all of us. We're, we're fans of the game. We're fans of, of sports. And, and to be able to walk in, you feel like a kid every time you walk into that building. And that's the fun for me. And, and that's what I try to try to convey every night. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, it. you step into, you know, the Amway Center and you're just immediately hit with excitement and electricity and For sure. uh, getting ready to, to, you know, watch the magic and, you know, to, to watch, you know, if you're at home, you're watching you and, you know, David Steele and Jeff Turner and, you know, Coach Hill, all those guys. Um Another thing that we wanted to ask you is how how exactly did you come to work for the Magic? You know, growing up in in, in Massachusetts and then living in New York, how did you make your yeah. way to Central Florida? There's a there was, at the time it was, it was a good question. There's a there's a, at the time it was a very small school, Liberty University, and okay. the high school that I went to there was a couple of people grade before me that went to Liberty, and this is you know the internet was kind of just getting started. I'm talking 1998, uh, so you're able to kind of dial up on AOL and maybe find a couple of <laughs> websites or two. And, and I was able to look at it. And then I went down and did a visit and I thought, boy, this is, this is exactly where I wanted to be. Kind of, kind of got me out of the Northeast a little bit, you know, got, got a little bit warmer weather. Uh, my first foray into the South, uh, you know, I started making some connections and instantly became friends with, with a lot of people who grew up in the South and, and kind of just felt at home uh, kind of going that way. And I knew if I went to a small school, I might be able to be hands-on on the radio station. That's my passion, guys. Growing up uh, was on the radio side. I, to have the opportunity one day to do television was, was something that I, I, I did not think would ever happen for me. Uh, I, I wanted to one day host a radio show, 
and one day, you know, be able to maybe be around a, an organization, like I said earlier, and be able to explain the game to fans. And I always thought it was going to be on radio. So I became the, the uh, sports director at the campus radio station. Uh, did that for a couple of years, and I got to call baseball games. I got to call uh, football games. I got a job at a local radio station in Lynchburg, Virginia. Got to call high school football games. Um, and then it was time to graduate, and I had a, I had a decent amount of experience, uh, but, you know, probably what everybody would have that worked at a campus radio station. And then I saw, I went and talked to my guidance counselor, and I saw posted on his door an internship with the Orlando Magic in their radio department. And I said, well, I'm not going to get something like that, but what, what a dream it would be <laughs> at least to apply. Little <laughs> to did apply. you know. Yeah. Yeah, at least to apply and go through that and go through that experience. And and I, I said, you know, and this is a you know, typical college kid. I'm going down for spring break. I'm going down to Florida. So, <laughs> so I figured on my, on my way down for spring break, I'm going to swing into Orlando. And yeah, make a little pit stop. This, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try to swing through and apply for this job. And I and uh, I interviewed, and, you know, I, Katie Ennis, I'll, I'll be forever grateful for her for giving me that interview. Uh, she was a radio manager at the time. And she said, well, we'll keep in touch. So this is March. And they said they'd let me know right around June or July. And as you guys know, may or may not know, uh, 1998 was that lockout season. That 98-99 yeah. season was that strike-shortened season, yeah, where we played 50 games in 90 days. And I moved down here not having the job. And I figured, you know what, I'm just going to take a shot at it. And moved down to Orlando, uh, ended up getting it, got an internship, did that, uh, did, did part-time for a couple of years. We had the Orlando Miracle here. We had just yeah. signed on yeah. signed yeah. them, and that, that's kind of what kept me on. Uh, they needed someone to run those games. So that kept me on and then, you know, did uh, a few more years of radio. And then and then probably about 10, 12 years ago, uh, got a lucky break and was able to switch over to the television side, which I'll be forever grateful, uh, the good folks at Fox Sports Florida and, and getting an opportunity there. So it's been a, it's been a whirlwind, but it's, it's been a dream come true. And it's, 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 been, it's been fantastic. That's pretty cool. Um, so – Another question that we have is like during game days, like what what's your like preparation for it, um, for your interviews and and things like that. Well, David Steele is the best at at game day preparation that that you'll ever see. I mean, he is, and you know, because you guys mentioned David Steele, so you watch him. You know, when you listen to his broadcast, he's got information on every player, all their background, and and I absolutely, to, you know, I try to pick his brain and what's his method and. And how does he do it? And it's several hours every day. And it's just, you know, you guys know you're sports fans anyway. So you're always on Twitter. You're always on Instagram. You're always online. You're always reading about sure, it yeah. and watching it, listening to it, right? You're trying to absorb as much as you can, especially if you're doing a show. Uh, you want to sound educated on it. So so <laughs> as a passion, you're, you're kind of following it. and You're you're in the middle of it anyways. But, uh, but you really just have to pour into it as much as possible. We have access to a website. Uh, through Fox Sports Florida that allows us to, you could plug in a bunch of filters and if there's any kind of statistic that you want to look up, okay, we're playing Vince Carter. What's Vince Carter's career numbers against the Magic? What's he shot from three against the Magic? Uh, how many games in a row? It could be anything. How many games in a row has Aaron Gordon scored 20 points? You know, whatever, whatever statistic you're looking that, that could help you in your pregame show, could help you in the postgame show, could help you for an interview. Uh, you just want to have as much information as possible and just you know, we know about our team. We know about the Magic. We know, uh, you know, for the most part. So a lot of game day is, is kind of preparing for the opponent and the days leading up to it. And you obviously want to know any – do you look at for any trends or any interesting tidbits uh, with the Magic because that, that's first and foremost. 
but you also want to be very educated. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, DeAndre Bembry goes off for 20 <laughs> points in the first half. You want to know who he is, <laughs> right. and you got to oh, be, yeah. and you got to be able to talk about it. So it's just a, it's a lot of prep. You know, whatever website you choose to go to, but uh, just kind of diving in local newspapers, reading reading stories online for, about that team, bloggers. It's amazing the wealth of information that's out there, and you just try to be as educated as possible. Now we all, you know, we always hear about players and like their their pregame routines and you know their their superstitions and all that good stuff. Do you have anything you know in particular that you do before every you know game or any superstitions that you might have? I have to have a nice coffee before I go on the air. I don't know what it is. I don't. <laughs> I don't every time, and that's usually home games, but. Uh, for some reason, I, I, it's part of my routine, and I build in, I build in time for it, so I can, I can swing through and, and grab an iced coffee on the way to the arena. It kind of has become a habit for me, uh, and I have a lot of fun with that. But uh, other than that, not really. That, that's really kind of the most consistent thing <laughs> that happens, even Is on the it? road. You know, me and a lot of the assistant coaches, and you'll, you'll be in, uh, you'll be in Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, okay. and you'll see a lot of people from the travel party in that same line. Grabbing a grabbing a coffee, going to the arena. Uh, we we did want to throw in just a couple of, of curveballs here. So, what would you say would like you know you guys are out on the road pretty much half of the season. In what city and like when you guys are on the road, where is like the the one you, know, you guys talk on you know the pod squad a lot about food and, and dessert. What is yeah. like the one dessert out of all the road cities that you absolutely just have to have when you when you guys are in town? Ooh, that's a good question. One dessert that we have to have, well, it seems to be Voodoo Donuts, and it in seems Portland. to be in Portland, Portland, Oregon. You're exactly right. Yeah. There's one in Denver now, and I actually got one here in Orlando, I think, out yeah. at CityWalk. At the, yeah, CityWalk, exactly. Yeah, it just seems to be we end up there at some point uh, on that trip. We, sometime, we, could, we could get there at 1 in the morning. We could pull into Portland, <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to walk. We're going to walk five blocks over. to It's open all night, so we're going to oh, walk. Oh, wow. The Voodoo Donuts. So we seem to, you know, they got the crazy combinations there, and that seems to be a fan favorite for a couple of us in the travel party. But we do have favorite, you know, every city has a, we're creatures of habit. So we get up and we go, you know, I don't know if that's superstition too or part of our routine, but we'll go to the same, pretty much the same restaurants in every city. We got our, we got our favorites and, and we'll go hit the same ones. And, and there's some great ones. Portland's a great eating town. You know, and there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things about these NBA cities uh, that that fans may not know, and it's uh, it's kind of neat to go out and get to experience a little bit of it. Right. You you get any of that enterprise soup while you guys are out there in Portland? <laughs> that the line that you had on uh, on the podcast after um, you know they had clinched, and uh, you guys were talking about the lines that you had suggested to to David the sally yeah. fire up some of that enterprise <laughs> soup because daddy's coming home i i cannot i was dying in my car laughing when i now when i heard that if he tell me if he did that line right if he broke that line out in boston when we clinched you would not have remember tell me you would not have remembered that for that, the rest of the that would have been an all-timer oh, absolutely yeah. it would have been on on every social media all the bleach report all that stuff that would have been absolutely incredible we were trying and that you know what but it's funny guys we, we joke around about it and we should those guys are about as, as great a couple of human beings as you could ever be fortunate enough to spend time around. David Steele, Jeff Turner, Dennis Newman, who does our radio, Joey Colon, who does our Spanish radio, George Galante, our PR guy, Ty Easton, our producer. It is such a great group of guys. That's what, that makes this so much fun, too. And I would be shocked if any other team 
has as as big a group and, and as much fun uh, as, as we all do. I'm sure they do, but uh, but that that that's what makes this a lot of fun too. And yeah, the fact just... that David can take that, the fact that we can throw those suggestions out and he can get a good laugh out of David Steele. You know, that's the that's the whole goal of that pod squad. Oh yeah, David Steele to get David Steele laughing to get him to tell <laughs> some jokes and <laughs> be laughing for me anyway. That's what I enjoy. Yeah, and and just like watching you guys on TV and listening to you guys on the podcast gave us like inspiration to start this podcast because me and John we've known each other since we were six years old and I twenty I'm, years now yeah I'm turning twenty six today oh, it. so it's twenty years how about that well happy yeah. birthday Will oh thank you thank you and you know we're just it it's given us something to to talk about you know we we kind of not really went our own ways but like just growing up you know getting out of high school and stuff you know you kind of separate. So starting this podcast and the magic, like we've always been in love with the magic for years and years now. So this has kind of like brought us even more closer than we were in, in the past. So, you know, you guys have been a big inspiration for us just to start this podcast because all the fun that we have doing, it's insane. And it definitely seems, you know, that you guys are like a really, you know, close knit group, you know, you and Jeff and David and George and all those guys. I think we definitely have, you know, one of the, if not the best, you know, TV broadcast crews in the entire oh, NBA. Oh, for sure, yeah. Well, that means a lot, guys. I, I tell you what, the, the fact that, you know, that we could have some fun and, and it could be the impetus for you guys getting started, I, I'm honored by that. We really appreciate that. And, and I think, you know, if from if I'm picking up on, on you guys and, and kind of what, what you're about, you're doing it the right way. It's entertainment. It's sports. It's, it's not life and death. This should be entertainment. This should be fun. Yes, there's a game. Yes, we're fans. Yes, we're passionate. Yes, we want to win. But outside of that, this this is a game. This is this is grown men playing a game. And if yeah, we can't absolutely. have fun with this, you know, if we can't find entertaining ways uh, to have fun with this and, and bring this game to our fans, then then you know then then what are we doing it for? So I, I think you guys are on the right track and and have fun with it. And and I tell you what. You cannot. I don't. I don't care background or what your schooling is or how much, you know, how much background you may have in all this. You can't put a price on chemistry. And if you guys have known each other since you're six years old and you're fans <laughs> of the team and you can speak, you know, and you can speak to every event that's happened in this organization, then have yep. fun with it. To have fun with it, and, and I, I, I think you, I think you'll be just fine. We appreciate that, Dante. We we do, you know, we're coming close up on time here. We don't want to keep you too long. We do have one last question, and then we'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, we're wondering, what do you think, you know, with with Vooch, obviously, you know, all star this year, and, and Terrence Ross, how yeah. you know big he was, you know, for the team. We both know, you know, we all know that those guys are set to be free agents here. You being so close to the team, what is your feeling on, you know, what obviously you're not inside, you know, those those guys, you know, head, but, you know, you're in the locker room. What's the feeling that you get with these guys? What do you yeah, think is going to happen with free happen, agency? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping they're back, guys, and I know that's the hope and the, yeah, the goal for, 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 you know, for Jeff Weltman and for John Hammond. And, and how much fun was that this year, right? I mean, no one expected this team to, to – I, everybody said 25, maybe 27 wins if you're lucky yeah. and and they you know to rattle off 42 and like evan said there's something special about 42 and 40 as opposed to 41 and 41 i mean it yeah. was it, it was a really good was it not it was a, it was a lot of fun it was, yeah it's one of the and every the best seasons that we've seen yeah yeah it really was especially when you think about the expectations and and they just weren't there nationally certainly and, and even locally people didn't know what to expect so the fact that it all came together and the two guys you mentioned were the two biggest reasons 
they had a successful year. And, and certainly the front office recognizes that. Now it takes two to tango. And those guys have to want to get, want to come back. And, and the, I get the sense that they, that they do. I know they love playing for this team. I know they love playing for this city. Um, you know, Terrence Ross goes somewhere else. Is he going to be the human torch? You know, I, I don't know. He's, yeah, he's, it won't he's be the same. That, you know, it won't be the same. He's got that here in Orlando and he's made a nice, you know, he's made a, he's made a great name for himself here in this town. And, and those roles won't change if they come back next year. I mean, you're going to continue to build on it. Vooch will continue to be a focal point. Terrence will continue to be a focal point. So it just depends on, but you also have to be fiscally smart. And if teams come in and there's wild card teams everywhere, but if teams come in and, and throw a lot of money at them, you know, then, then there's some decisions that have to be made. So I think there's a, I think it's, I think it's a lot more than those guys just wanting them back and those guys wanting to come back. It's going to be a lot of factors. Those guys really haven't gone through free agency before like this. So I think they're, they're going to be exploring and, and hopefully at the end of the day, uh, Jeff and John are, are able to, to come to agreement and have those guys back because I, I think they're critical to the success of this team. And, and if they don't come back, you know, those guys will, will find a way to, to get someone else and, and make that work. But, uh, I know that they want to have them back. I know that they want to be here, and, I, and I'm hopeful that they can find a way to get it done. One more quick question. Game one of the NBA Finals starts tonight. Who do you got winning the, the championship? You know what? I, I'll be, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm shocked Toronto made it this far. You know, they were very good against us, obviously, uh, against the Magic in the first yeah. round. But Kawhi Leonard is that's just a man possessed right now. He's a robot. So everybody that says, the right, everyone says the Warriors are going to win in four, they're going to win in five. I do think they're going to win, but I think this thing's going seven. And it would not shock me if Toronto wins an NBA championship. I, I just don't think you can you can understate an entire country supporting one team, <laughs> yeah. an entire country, Absolutely. right, cheering. I mean, everywhere everywhere those guys go, there's, there's so much support, the Jurassic Park, not to mention Kawhi Leonard. You have a finals MVP on your team, and I, I know this means a ton to Golden State. They would love to win it. But you saw Kyle Lowry's reaction after that, after he knew he was going to the finals, finally. He finally had an opportunity to go. I just think it yeah. would mean so much to that team and to that organization and to that country I, sometimes I think that that can be enough, and, and that can just give you an extra boost and, and help you get there. So I think it's going to be a lot more competitive than people think. And you got to remember, when, when Kawhi was with San Antonio before he got hurt, he was dominating. And I think this thing is going to go seven for sure. And it would not – Golden State, I think, is going to win, but it would not shock me one bit if Toronto found a way to win. It. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to be a tough game seven in Toronto. So we'll see what happens. Think about that. If it's yeah. seven, I mean, you, you gotta think. You, you gotta think Toronto would have a two. Who do you guys think? I'm I'm thinking Golden State in six. I'm but I'm leaning towards the Warriors in six. Yeah, it just depends on if KD can come back, what his um, health is, yeah, and how they integrate him back into the to the lineup. And you know, they were saying how this is Golden State's first first time that they they don't have the the home field advantage, so they don't have home court. Um, so yeah, that game. If if it goes to Game Seven, that's going to be a tough Game Seven in Toronto. Yeah, nope, you're exactly right. That's right. That's right. That's right. They, they do yeah, the fact that they have home court advantage is is going to be huge. So I, I think they're going to get one of the first two. Oakland will take one in Toronto, and then they'll find a way to uh, get this thing to go seven. But I, I wouldn't that be something if Toronto could win a Game Seven at home? That would just be phenomenal. Well, guys, yeah, those I appreciate it. It, it, it. Let's do this again, okay? 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no sweat, Dante, man. I was just going to say, you know, hopefully Orlando will be having one of those, you know, finals in, in Central Florida soon. You know, just can't thank you enough for coming on, taking yeah. the time out to, to have a couple minutes with us. We, we're going over a little bit here, so we apologize. But just thank you so much. Keep yeah, doing what you're doing. It's truly been an honor. Yeah, enjoy yeah. the rest of the off season, and we'll see you in October. Hey, guys, the honor's all mine, and, and keep keep cheering on this team. And anytime I can help, we're, we're here for you. Absolutely, Dante. Have a good night. Take care. All right, thank you very much. You got it. See you, guys. All right, guys, that was our conversation with Dante Marcatelli. Do want to send a big thank you to Dante once again for being so generous with your time and for coming on to the show to have that conversation with me and Will. We had an absolute blast. We could not be more appreciative. We would love to have you on the show. You know, Again, maybe we can carve out some time before the start of the regular season. We know you're very busy. We'll have to see what your schedule looks like. But everybody, we did just want to remind you one last time before the end of the show here about the Buffalo Wild Wings meetup in Oldsmar June 20th for the draft party. Make sure you guys come on out to that. It's going to be a great time. And then the other announcement to remind you guys about, we are launching our merch line and we are launching our new website, thesixmanshow.com. So make sure you guys come visit our new site, check out the merch, get a hat, get a shirt, support the Six Man Show, rep the Orlando Magic at the exact same time. So make sure you guys do that. As always, we do want to thank you guys once again for listening. This has been the Six Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!